create a gif of this. That was spooky, I guess? I don't know what it was. It was cring- I, I believe you're looking for the word cringy. I'm scared. Can you finish this now so you don't do anything else that's creepy? Hey everybody, welcome back to the Broverwatch Podcast. My name is Adam Cook, and I am joined by Lack of Boy, Calder Amos Wood. Calder, how have you been doing this It's like you're afternoon? trying to give me depression before every episode of the podcast. What With the way you treat me. See, here's what I like. When uh, our listeners don't know why you're so mad all the time. And then they just think you're naturally mad, but it... That's what you sound like, pussy. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what the joke is here. I learned this weekend that jokes don't actually have to be jokes. Do you want to explain that? Not really. Oh. That's just what people do. Sometimes Calder makes jokes with people who don't know how to do jokes and then they don't like it even though it's a joke yeah i don't think that's a you thing i think that's a most th- people thing <laughs> it's about knowing your audience speaking of audience if you're new here and you uh, enjoy the podcast be sure to leave us a like a comment maybe even a subscribe if you're feeling lucky uh also on the podcatchers, you can do that too yeah if you go to our Review website us on itunes that's what everyone says. If if you go to our website, thebroverwatch.com, then uh, we have all of our links there. It I think it's in the top left of the homepage. There's a little mm. audio link, and you can go to all those. And uh, icon. Yeah, so if you're new here, I hope you enjoy your stay. If you're not new here, you came back! The Let's Watch. get right into the news. Yeah. Uh, also, the past couple episodes, the past couple of, messy start. The past couple episodes, we've uh, each chosen two teams to talk about um, for the podcast. But since we're coming up on the playoffs, we're gonna mostly talk about that. Um, but first, we're gonna talk about one game from this week that uh, we want to highlight, and that game is the probably uh, not the one you're thinking. Probably not the one you're thinking. You're probably thinking, ooh. Atlanta Chengdu was a fun game. Ooh, Boston Dallas, Seoul, that was London. important. Ooh. Ooh. So London was important. Ooh. I'm looking for my You're chest, incorrect so. in all of those. We're going to be talking about Washington versus Florida, the best game there's been. Mm, nope. <laughs> it was um I don't know how to describe It wasn't It was a clown fiesta. But it also wasn't uh, unentertaining. It was fun to watch if you are okay with watching. If you're if you're good at laughing at bad things. Mm-hmm. Because both teams are kind of like train wrecks, you know? Because <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. Washington, admitti- admittedly, has gotten a little better, and they should be better next stage. But, um... Something's wrong with Florida. Yeah. I don't know what. Probably the fact that it's a Florida team. (laughs) 
I think Florida is just disgusting. It's got to be a communication thing because they've got decent players on their team. Yeah, but then, like, I don't think either of them know how to manage alt economy. Like, they don't really manage their alts well. People just trance whenever. Yeah. Um, it, the main thing that we noticed watching Washington versus Florida was, wow, why'd that person alt there? Mm-hmm. Oh, why'd that person go alone there? And then, I, I'll i make this argument to the day I die. Here we go. But um, people are always talking about, like, because each of these teams does have good pieces, people on them. Not pieces, because they're actual people. <laughs> um, but Washington's biggest problems are, like, the, the one that bothers me the most is San Sam. And people seem to think he's some sort of diva god. You hate San Sam. I don't hate you San want, Sam. You hate him. Remember, you know why you hate him? Because at the beginning of the season, I was like, San Sam's going to be the best gosh darn player on the whole league. Do you remember that? Yeah, I thought that was a joke. At the time it was, but now I'm going to pretend that it wasn't a joke because he's been doing decent. Here's here's what... From what you told me, you don't think he's good because people are just saying he's good because he gets grav bombs once in a while. And then, well, like, his positioning's kind of dog shit, especially in GOATS, where, like, the whole point is that you're next to each other, mm. and then he's usually not. Mm. And then he gets these two-man grav bombs where you're like, that's exactly what should have happened. That's what the point of doing this is. So. Yeah, but I don't... Th- but here's the thing. How many grav bombs have you seen where nobody died because that's what GOATS is? I've seen a couple, but it's not... It happens pretty often. Yeah, but the Ryan Shield's not moving because of San Sam's bomb. It's someone else that, like, opens it up for that to happen, or there's just no Ryan in it. Maybe. No, I'm telling you that's what happened. (laughs) Yeah, but I... Like, it's a boop or a charge or something. San Sam... Jumps out of his mech. Little Diva's not going to do anything. He's just hoping that the Rhine Shield doesn't block it. Yeah, but here's the thing. I've watched a couple games with you where a, there, a grav bomb happens, and then you go, ooh, good placement. But whenever Sansam Sam mm-hmm. does it, you go, what an absolute garbage trash player. I hope he gets traded away. Well, okay. It, my biggest problem is that people are like, Sansam's the only good part about this Washington team. That's it's false. Like, Clearly not. Yeah. You've got Azaria, who's top 20 in damage per 10 minutes, I think. He I think he, he, he got is. the most points for us. We're talking about Corey, by the way. Uh, yeah. He got the most points for us in our fantasy team last week. Like this past week. Now, Corey's 15th in damage per 10 minutes. Just cracked 10,000 this uh, week. But he's low in eliminations and final blows. Eliminate final blows is kind of I haven't compared him against others ours, and I'm not gonna do that right now. But eliminations that's kind of a whole team thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing well. He's dying obviously because the team's kind of dog shit. It's it's kind of like a guys, I got this person really, really low. Anybody yeah. gonna do it? It's like, nah. 
Mm-hmm. When it's like Sand Sam could just have flown in there, or anyone else on the pop, team. Pop, pop, pop. Well, it's easy it's for Sam Sam. I know. I just don't. I just uh, think you hate Sand Sam. Well, I do. Well, there you go. If he ever tries to come on this podcast, I will go to his house. And take him off the podcast? I don't know. I don't, San Sam, if you're watching or listening, hey, I'll interview you. We don't have to bring Calder. Uh, <laughs> also, Corey's from Philadelphia, and you know what happens in Philadelphia? It stays in Philadelphia. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh. Anyway. And speaking of team... sun, uh, Florida not getting much lately. <laughs> Because uh, they're they've been kind of in the dark as far as what to do in games. Got him. Um, but yeah, both teams looked lost. But even just Washington started off pretty strong, and then around map, it was pretty much uh, map one and two. Washington looked half decent. Then map three and four, both teams looked bad, but Florida came out on top. And then map five was a contest for who could throw the easy, throw the most. Yeah. And Florida won who could throw the most, therefore resulting in a Washington win. Yeah, it's not even like Washington really crushed them. No. And when we're saying this, I am thinking, like, why did we pick this to talk about? But it's because Washington... Could probably, I, I say they, they end with... I look at these two teams and I think Washington does have some, even if potential. it's a little bit, some potential. Mm-hmm. Florida, they should, but they even the games they win, they just look dead. Mm-hmm. It's because they're not all Swedish anymore. <laughs> um, I saw a comment on Reddit on the match thread that said... Uh, winners from this match, Otto, losers from this match, Washington, Florida, the viewers, the casters, the live audience, the was coaches. Was casting that? Uh, I'm not sure who was casting this. But, uh, anyway. yeah, pretty much everyone lost in this match except Otto and I'm very happy that after two seasons, Otto finally got a win. And he thanked yeah. his parents. And it was very nice. Now, the other thing with this team is they're getting Ark. Or they have gotten Ark. Which came out today. Or as of recording this. We're recording this Monday. Big, yeah. big boy news. So, he'll be replacing Fozix, I guess. I don't think Depending so. I think he'll be replacing Hyunyu. Or however you pronounce that. Yanyu doesn't play that much, though. Exactly. Yeah, so... They don't need Ark, three don't main healers. No, no but you I, don't think Ark's going to start? No, I'm saying Ark's going to start, Fozix will be the backup, and Hyunyu's probably not going to be on the team anymore. Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, he'll be replacing Fozix. On the main... The starter. Okay. We, we agree... We, Guys, that was called a miscommunication where we both what agreed on something. Stupid idiot. I'm He on you. You're just excited for John Wick 3, aren't you? I haven't seen John Wick 2 yet. 
I was writing a list of movies that I want to see. And there's a bunch. I should also do that and then see how many line up and then we'll do it together. Okay. Okay. Are you talking about movies in general or movies coming out? Uh, Coming out. Okay, that, that makes things easier. Anyway, this uh, <laughs> this ain't no film buff podcast. Who watches films? I do. I don't know, maybe, maybe your fucking mom. <laughs> so much chair hitting today. <laughs> um, maybe your mom, you little pussy. Okay, well, too much. Anyway, the... Uh, mm, you wa- smell like rice. Wa- it seems... <laughs> You've thrown me <laughs> off. <laughs> Uh, Ark said on his Discord that apparently he didn't know he was getting traded. It, like, took him by surprise. Which sucks. There's a lot of people who are saying, like, I've been a a New York fan since pre-season one. But I don't know if I can if they blindsided my little baby boy Ark like that. Like, when you first told me that, when you are like, oh, Ark didn't know he was getting traded. I was kind of like, oh, that's, like, that's weird. But it makes sense because that's kind of how trades work. Like you can't tell someone before you trade them, because then. Well, from from like the most of the past trades, it's been like, "Hey, you're gonna get more play time on this other team," and then it's like, "Okay, yeah, I'd rather mm-hmm. that," and then they go. But it seems like this was like, "Oh, by the way, Ark, we just traded you to Washington," and he was like, "Oh." But that's just how trades work. Like it's a, it was weird how they were doing transfers before in the league. I think I said that on the podcast before. I was like, why are they just giving up Fisher? Like, why is London just giving away Fisher? It doesn't make sense. Here's the thing: I don't, I don't think they got him for free. They probably paid. No, but it's just like you didn't want anything. You just wanted some money, but they didn't. They barely even spent the money. They got rid of players. Yeah, they spent the make... money on making funny videos where the cat, the team reads comments on the internet. Oh, yeah, that's gonna make him do well. <laughs> um, <laughs> that face so was great. It's not weird for a player not to know that they're gonna be traded. No, it's just. But it's it's it's, it's weird for them not to tell a nice little baby boy like Ark. But they did. They told him when he was traded. Yeah, when, Yeah, but Pete... If you can't know. trade someone, why are you going to tell... Like, if they went up to him and they're like, oh, we're going to trade you to Washington, and then that deal didn't go through, then what? Then he just knows that you're trying to trade him? That's bad for chemistry. No, it's not bad for chemistry. Yeah, it is, because the one guy knows you don't want him on the team. Yeah, but he's going to get traded. Yeah. So why would he be happy where he is? He's just like, oh, you're just going to get rid of me whenever the first chance you get? This has happened like a hundred times this season in basketball. Although, I w- let me say this, though. Okay? Let me say this, though. Two things. One, uh, I, Overwatch fans, and I know... I know uh, You'll probably have a comment on this, but something Monty has said a lot is, um, like, everyone's getting so attached to specific players and teams to the point where they're angry when their player gets traded or benched. And it's like, it's a sport. Mm -hmm. They have to 
make the best team. So, yeah. like, I think it's a lot of that where most, maybe not most, but actually it's it's almost definitely most of the Overwatch League viewers aren't, like, sports fans. So they don't really realize that it's normal for that to happen. But at the same time, it doesn't... I, I see why people don't like that. Because, like... Esports is, I think, different from normal sports. Because in sports, you cheer for the team, and you always cheer for the team, no matter who's on the team. But I feel like in esports, it's much more player based. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll bring up League of Legends. Like, a lot of the time when, uh, like, there was a TSM roster in League of Legends that had a ton of fans. So many people were cheering for it, and then they let uh, three out of the five players go and traded them away to different teams. And TSM still has a large fan base, but like the, their fan base dropped quite a bit because they were like, I was cheering for those players. Like I was cheering for that group of players as a team. I wasn't cheering for TSM as a brand. I was cheering for those players as a team. So then they like went off and cheered for whatever team their favorite player from TSM went on to or something like that. And I feel like it's kind of the same in Overwatch where like a lot of people have said that kind of thing where it's like I followed my favorite player when they got traded to a different team. <clears throat> I don't know. So I feel like even though like people shouldn't be super surprised that this kind of thing happens, I understand why because I think it's okay that esports is kind of like different in how they view players and teams. Um, but that, I guess, the closest parallel to esports in traditional sports is probably basketball. Yeah, just because of the team size and also that fan following dynamic. Because fans in basketball follow players. Like the Golden State Warriors are the number one team probably the number one largest fan base in the league because of Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. They're not the number one team because they're in Golden State. Yeah. So if Curry and Durant leave the Warriors, they're going to and go to some other teams like the Knicks. There's going to be a bunch of Knicks fans yeah. that are Curry and Durant fans. And I feel like basketball is one of the sports that allows personality to be shown more than other sports, too, which is also yeah. what esports does. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like if there was a sport that is most like esports, it's almost definitely basketball. And maybe we haven't hit the point yet where players are like, what the fuck, you're just trying to trade me? Like, you, without telling me? But you're just going to keep me on the team because you haven't gotten a good enough offer for me? Like, I'm just a piece in this puzzle yeah as someone probably not at that point yet as someone who's not like it doesn't really follow basketball like do players are players genuinely more inclined to want to get traded to a worse team where they'll get play time or a team where they won't play but they'll win uh depends on where they are in their career like uh and also it it depends on a lot because I guess if you look at the too. LeBron James Lakers thing mm-hmm. with for Anthony Davis that happened this year 
LeBron James's agent leaked that um, the Lakers wanted to trade five of their young players for Anthony Davis, and then it kind of just completely fucked up that team's chemistry. Like, well, because the five players were just like, so this old guy comes to the team that we were drafted to and that they wanted to build uh, a team with us, and then he just comes here and then he tries to get rid of us all. Yeah. And it's like, what are you, what's happening? So if, it's just, in my head. Those players would probably rather go to another team where they'll actually play. Or they, it's just bad chemistry. Yeah. So they want to be on the Lakers. That's why they play there. Like they're in love with the Lakers because they drafted them into the league. So Ark probably loves being in New York or playing for New York. Yeah. And if someone was just like, Oh, we're just going to trade you for this better guy or just for like $200,000. Then, like, that didn't happen. And he knew that they just wanted $200,000 for him. Yeah. It'd make him feel kind of shitty, I'm assuming. Yeah, because I feel like another thing is since, and this is something that uh, esports has over sports like basketball, like, the team's online presence is, like, a huge thing. Like, Mm -hmm. almost every team posts a ton of online content with their players trying to, like, and, like, each player has a Twitter account where they tweet a bunch of stuff and they're, like, building a brand. A lot of them stream. So, like, personality is a huge thing. So, like, for, for, like, one full season plus an off-season... And the beginning of this season, we've seen a ton of content online of Ark hanging out with his buds on the NYXL. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden to be like, oh, he was blindsided. I mean, obviously his teammates didn't blindside him. They probably yeah. didn't know any more than he did. But like, mm-hmm. it's just a thing of like, I think some people see it as like, oh, he's being ripped away from his friends. Yeah. Which people don't like. But, mm-hmm. And I, I get that. It's just... If I was the manager, I wouldn't want to gamble with the let's tell him we're trying to trade him and yeah. then maybe we trade him. Yeah. I just and, wouldn't want to mess with that. And honestly, I bet if Ark is like upset or sad, I only think it'll last a little bit because like he's friends with Yanis, he's friends with Wizard Hyong. Like he literally mm. went out to lunch with them and people, th- people thought he was going to be traded to Washington in the off season. Mm. It just happened a little yeah. later than we thought, so. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about that. Yeah, because we were talking. We were like, oh, he had dinner with the other two X and YXL players. He's probably going to get traded, and then he didn't, mm-hmm. and it just happened now. So, honestly, yeah. I think it's good for Washington. It's good for Ark. It's probably good for New York just because they have some clarity. Well, Ark also wasn't playing. Yeah. Like, he wasn't going to get starting time over Animo. And, honestly, Animo. the thing is, it's not that arc is worse than Onimo. they're honestly pretty darn equal it's just oh my computer just went black i think we're fine yeah we're fine well they were both chosen for team korea (laughs) yeah they were both chosen for team korea and then originally arc was on the main roster and then it switched to Onimo, and they also switched some other players out and it's just a coaching thing wizard hyong always preferred arc and i forget the current player or the current um nyxl coach but he always preferred onimo oh it's it's is it like coach 815 
Uh, I don't remember. NYXL coach. But, um... Yeah, I, I just feel like it's it's good for everybody because Ark is very good. So mm -hmm. put him on a team that, that will play him. And honestly, with a coach that has worked with him before and will have good chemistry yeah. with him. He has good chemistry with Yanis. It's not like he was trading to, traded to Florida where he knows no one. And that team's kind of doomed. Like, at least Washington has gotten better over the season. Yeah. Even if that's just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and this will largely increase their skill as well. Yeah. Also, Pavane is the current uh, head coach of New York. Yeah. He's always been more of an Animo guy. And then Wizard Young was always more of an art guy. So, mm. um, yeah. This is good, I think, for everybody. It's just kind of tough right now because it's, like, being ripped away. But yeah, everyone will be fine. Also, they all live in L.A. still. Yeah, they'll still hang out. Literally, and everyone... the same con. Everyone thought Dante was going to lose all of his shock friends. They still hang out, like, every day. And they're also in the same conference for when they do localize, so they'll be playing against each other a lot. Yeah. And this just adds another storyline, baby. <laughs> Now just give me the draft, Nathaniel. Nathaniel Nyanjir. We should talk about that sometime. Let's talk about that when we uh, do the off-season week. Okay. Because we got a special boy. <laughs> and by special boy, <laughs> I mean it'll be an interesting it, episode. Um, anyway, yeah. That So the Washington-Florida game was kind of a clown fiesta, but it's good to see Washington somewhat improve, and it's sad to see Florida, or it's not that sad, to see Florida uh, crumble even more. Uh, for those of you who know Benchmob, who has uh, made power rankings for every week in the preseason, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so after week five, he made power rankings, and Florida isn't even on there. Uh, they've been replaced by the University of Waterloo collegiate team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the TESPA tournament thing. And that's just And we funny. have, uh, some friends that go to Waterloo. Yeah. And it's kind of weird that, is Benchmob a Canadian thing? I don't think so. I saw University an... of Waterloo just doing really well. Well, no, I, I think literally... Because in last week's power rankings, he said, because he puts little comments beside each team, beside Florida, he said, if they lose to the Justice, I'm replacing them with a TESPA team. And then in the in the Reddit, or sorry, in the Twitter comments, uh, I think the head coach of the University of Waterloo team just said, uh, I offer my team... <laughs> to be uh, the thing and he's like okay cool I'm fine with that and then he did it so it was just oh, okay. because he was he was there although I think th I checked and they they've won the past couple so honestly it's funny that I don't know how to make sense of this website it's funny that uh, our friends go to University of Waterloo and they play Overwatch but they're not on the Overwatch team ha 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 well they're trash yeah there you go Anyway, so that's the Florida-Washington game. Uh, I bet you University of Waterloo is just like... Uh, the people that play them are just like... 
It's an all-Korean team. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, we, uh, the, sorry. <laughs> We're going to talk about the standings. I went to the mm -hmm. schedule on the website, and it doesn't have the teams put into their um Now, I was brackets. thinking that's because of the ties. Like, uh, Philly yeah. and Toronto are tied, and I don't believe they played each other. And then Shock and Soul are also tied, and I don't think they played each other either. Yeah, apparently it goes to map differential. But and that's then, the same. Yeah, I know, but then it goes to head-to-head um, -to -head win. No, head-to-head head -to -head map, map differential. And then head-to-head -head win. And then if that's all the same, then it's a play-in. Mm -hmm. And I think people were saying that Fusion and Toronto are going to have to have a play-in. Yeah. Did Soul and Shock play? I don't remember. No. So would they have to, too? Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be broadcasted or not, though. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like... Because what's the schedule for the... Um... What's the schedule for the playoffs? Starts on the Thursday. Okay, so it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So if they do have to do a play-in thing, they'll probably have to do it on Wednesday. Yeah. We yeah. will see. And I'm also, ex I'm really excited for this larger format that they have. The eight teams instead of three to, or four. Yeah. It just, it's more full. Because so, last, last season it seemed like, oh, it's the stage playoffs. Oh, they're over. Because it was yeah. like three games. Mm -hmm. So so let's, when we're talking about this, let's just assume that it'll be in the order. So like Philly will play Shock. Shock. New York will play Seoul. Because we can't know, really. Yeah. So for everyone listening, that's what we're going to do. So right now we have Vancouver and Boston. That's Likely going to be... A Vancouver I'm, win. I call that a 3-1 maybe. Yeah, I say 3-1. I think that Boston might be able to pull something freaky out for a map. I'd say even maybe possibly a 2-1. But I don't mm -hmm. I don't think it'll go... It, it could, but I don't think it'll go to a 3-2. No. Boston hasn't looked that good. They've looked mm -hmm. pretty good, but they haven't looked that good. Um, now, oh, we can also talk about the schedule difficulty too. Ooh, yeah. Let's talk about that after. Okay. So um, uh, then we've got New York and Seoul. Now, on paper, this could be one of the best games uh, this season. But in real life... Probably just going to be an easy clap for New York. Yeah. Unless they forgot how to play Overwatch, ate spicy noodles, and also broke both of their hands. Yeah. So all of them, everyone on the team. Yeah. Even the coach. Yeah. Because, yeah, they should stop eating spicy noodles. I think they have. <laughs> if if Seoul is smart, they'll send a box or, like, a, a private caterer <laughs> to the New York's room with things of spicy noodles. The um, last time New York and Seoul played, New York won 3-1. Um, seems That was right. also the week that Seoul lost 3-1 to Boston. The next week, Seoul beat Washington, not very large of an accomplishment, and then they beat London. So, like, Seoul's been winning, but they haven't played a lot of tough games. Like, Boston, 
Washington. They play Chengdu, which is a good team, but this is a week what week two Chengdu. Yeah, there's a week two. Not Chengdu. really as good as last week's Chengdu. Yeah. Uh, London, which is kind of a pushover now, because they EU goats is the worst goats. Uh, they beat Gladiators and lost to Dallas. Like, the Soul team's not got a hard schedule this year. They, um, Soul, when they win, they look great. But when they lose, they look ba- very bad. Mm-hmm. They, they're so, not very consistent. And it's not like they're winning against easy teams, losing against harder teams. They're winning and losing against both of those things. Yeah. So. No, Boston and Dallas are like two spots under them, so they're not the worst teams. Yeah. But. Eh. Eh. That's not New York. Yeah. So I say New York win there. Yeah. Uh, Philly versus Shock, assuming that this is how it plays out. Mm-hmm. I say that's an easy clapper for San Fran. Really? I actually, yeah, I'd say that too. I don't. Philly, Philly like, had the. We'll get this to this in a sec, but they had the easiest stage ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yes. And, and, <laughs> and Shock had a very difficult stage, and they're still in the top eight. So the best team the Philly faces, Atlanta. Yeah. Who's fifth on here? Yeah. So. Uh, I think the Shock can win, which will be nice. Also, Rip Soul's first time in the stage playoffs yeah i was uh, i was about to say this is the first time not including expansion teams uh this is the first time that both soul and san fran have made it into stage playoffs and that's Mm. hugo and cool yeah shock but shock because they've been waiting it's not because they've almost made it a ton of times it's just because they've been waiting they've been waiting for this this is their moment Soul, it's just because they've been so close. How close did they get last season? What was the closest? I think I think they were like one out almost every oh, single yeah. stage. No, they were ninth for the first two stages. Then in stage three, when it was four teams, they were five maps out. <laughs> That's one spot to make them uh, too bad. So that like they were fifth instead of fourth, and then they were. It looks like one game out of uh, stage four. And then I think they were also... I think they were the same as Houston, where one map win would have gotten them into the season playoffs. playoffs? Yeah. No, they were worse. They were... No, they were pretty far out, my boy. Really? Yeah. They were ninth with a 17-23 record. Houston had a 22-18 record. So they needed a bunch of map wins. Okay. And Philly had a 24-16 record. So yeah, I think really I close. think with Houston it was if they if they took one of the map 5s against Philly they would have been in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I thought I thought Seoul was similar but I guess not. Uh but yeah, I say that's a San Fran win. Yeah. And um, then Well, let me quickly do this. And I also think it's a San Fran win if they face Toronto. Yeah. I think that would yeah. actually be closer. Believe and it or not. And then I not. think... Actually, I think Seoul would be... Oh, wait, no, Seoul's playing New York. Yeah. Now, Atlanta versus Toronto. 
Wait, no, Seoul could play Philly. No. Yeah, they could. Why? Because you just switched the Shock and Seoul. So oh, then Shock yeah. would be playing New York. So if Seoul plays Philly, I think Seoul win. I think that would be the closest mm-hmm. of them. But yeah, I think that would be a Seoul win as well. And then San Fran maybe Beats. goes to map five against New York. Yeah. And I don't know who wins that, but probably New York. Probably New York. But it would be close. Um, and then Atlanta versus either Toronto or Philly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think they lost in map five to Philly, and they won. I think they beat Philly. I think they beat Philly as well. I think I think even though they've they lost more games in the second half of the stage than in the beginning of the stage, I think Atlanta have improved at about the same rate that Philly has started to look worse. <laughs> I guess I should yeah. say. Um, yeah. And, and uh, I think I think it's close against Toronto. Yeah, because when they faced Toronto, they beat them 3-1, but that was like early stage Toronto, and Toronto's mm-hmm. only been getting better. So I think... I think Did they even have a Neko when they played? No. Because Neko was suspended for like three or four games, and they played yeah. pretty early on. Um, oh yeah, it was the game before Neko came back, I think. Yeah, but uh, Atlanta. Honestly, I I think that the closest possible games would be um, Philly versus Seoul and uh, Toronto versus Atlanta. Yeah, I agree with that. But. Toronto versus Atlanta, I think... Honestly, I don't know. I think that could go either way. Definitely a map 5 mm-hmm. game. But I'm going to say Atlanta because I have to. Now, looking forward to next stage, is there any team that you think either jumps or drops a lot? Now, just pick one. A lot? I can, can I, I pick can go one, ju- one jumper, one dropper? Yeah, one dr- jumper, one dropper. I can uh, give you mine if you want me to go first. Yeah, you go first. So my jumper is going to be the spark. Okay. I have some irrational confidence in the spark. And then my dropper is going to be the Dallas Fuel. Mm, interesting. Hot take. Because I'm not sure. They've looked semi-shaky. Better than last year, but still semi-shaky. And I don't know how they do in a DPS meta, if that's what it switches to, which hopefully is what it switches to. Interesting. And I think Hangzhou just has a lot of firepower DPS that they haven't been able to use mostly crystal. Yeah. Uh, all right. my I was afraid you were going to take my jumper and dropper, and you didn't either. So my jumper is going to be the Chengdu Hunters. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I think... They've already jumped throughout the stage, proving that they're not just a ball. Mm-hmm. Um, In ways. Atlanta, they looked yikes on goats, but hopefully that's not what they have to deal with next stage. Yeah. Um, and seeing Jinmu on Farah gives me hope for that oh, team. So much hope. Um, 
so I think I think Chengdu will jump up. Um, and I didn't even realize this before, but Chengdu is in a good place overall standing. Because there's three and four, like every pretty much every other team that didn't yeah. make it into the stage playoffs. It's just their map differential is kind of sucky right now, but yeah. they're only minus eight. They could fix that in a couple games and immediately be in the middle of the pack instead of the bottom middle. Yeah. And then my dropper... Uh, shoot. Who's my dropper? I I was originally going to say Vancouver, just because... But they... They won. They got into the Apex Finals multiple times when it wasn't Goats Comp. So I think they'll be fine, honestly. Was it Goats Comp when they won Contenders? I think so. Last? I think it was. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, they were in the finals multiple seasons when it wasn't Goats Comp. So I actually don't think they're gonna drop as much as I previously thought. I could see them drop to like fourth. Yeah, I don't think they'll drop out of playoff contention at all. Um, but my dropper, I think. Who's giving you some irrational confidence here? Because that's usually who's going to drop. I'm going to make a hot take. Oh, yikes. I think my dropper is Paris. Notice how they're yeah. fourth last. <laughs> I yeah. think, because I think they're going to be passed by Washington and Valiant next next stage. Yeah. We should also tell the people at home when we figured out Paris lost, we said, "Oh good." Yeah. Like when we figured out they couldn't get into the stage playoffs cuz they neither of us thought they deserved it. Yeah. It's I forget who tweeted it, but someone tweeted saying, "It's funny how in 4 weeks we managed to underrate, then extremely overrate, and then, or no, it was overrate, then extremely underrate, and then extremely overrate one team in four weeks. Mm -hmm. Because before the stage, everyone was like, they're going to be bad. And then first two weeks, everyone was like, oh, they're going to be absolutely amazing. And now everyone's like, oh, they're the they're worst like, team I've ever seen in my life. The goats goats alive. EU goats, best goats. Got him. Fourth, fourth, last place. Anyway, so I think I think I know when you said dropper, you meant like who's gonna drop a ton. Well, but I I just think they're they might be passed by, and I mean in the stage overall standings. I don't know if they'll be passed by Washington and Valiant, but next stage, honestly, they could. They could. Like, I don't know, but I don't know if they could be passed overall by Valiant. Actually, Valiant's map differentials pretty decent for being 0 and 7. Yeah. And it they only have 3 wins and then Washington has 1, Valiant have 0. Like Valiant has more map wins than Paris. They have 10 map wins and Paris has 9. So So honestly, yeah, you're if, right. <laughs> like this early in the season, it's not that crazy to be like Valiant could pass even in the next stage they could pass Paris. Yeah. I'm just saying. Let's say Paris wins another three, and then Valiant goes on like a win streak because they figure it out. I'm just specifying my hot take by saying I think Washington and Valiant will be higher than Paris in the stage two standings. Okay. That's those are those are my takes. Chengdu, 
jump, Paris, drop. Uh, and then for me, it was Hangzhou, jump, Dallas, Dallas drop. drop. Yeah. Although, just a real quickie, quickie boy, I also think London will jump quite a bit. Because uh, they're bad at goats, but they've got profit. <laughs> so, I, yeah. I, I think if it's a DPS-centered thing, they'll do better. Yeah. London's kind of perplexing. <laughs> yeah. Perplex. Perplexed me. Uh, and want to talk about the stage strength? Yeah. This is just a little quickie thing. Quickie. Uh, I think quickie it was done by dividing, yeah, dividing by zero. He's much larger Overwatch YouTuber than we are. Yeah. But it just, he devised a way to measure your uh, stage uh, schedule strength for each team and it kind of proves a couple things now the way he does it is a little broken because he uses map different or map wins and losses but it shows that philly has had one of the easiest stages like by far yeah uh which you can kind of tell by looking at the schedule like it's not that surprising when you look at who they've played it's like they Atlanta. haven't really played anyone good. Atlanta's their best team they played against. Yeah, you know a brand new eight-man roster. Actually, I think they're at nine now. Nine-man roster expansion team is the hardest team you played against. Then you did not have a difficult stage. And then Valiant had one of the harder ones, which looking at their um, stage two, they play Vancouver and New York and Toronto, Hangzhou, uh, Guangzhou, Houston, and Philly. So you're playing the two, the top three, top three teams? I don't know. Top four teams, based off standings, though Philly can kind of be discounted, but still, it's the top four teams. Yeah. And then some other unknown teams that you haven't really played before, and then Houston, who they probably shouldn't have lost to but yeah um yeah and then paris uh also had a very difficult stage so maybe we're wrapping on them too much but i don't care um and chung yeah it's not i guess valiance looked like dog shit too though yeah but chung do had the third hardest stage and they're still somewhat decent in the standings even mm -hmm. after being considered one of the worst teams. Well, they're tied with everybody. Paris now. Yeah. So, honestly, Chengdu doing pretty well considering. And um, then the Shocker Boys are four. Which, you know, is not surprising because we are one of the stronger teams in the world. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the fact that Shock is like... What are they, top six? They're top six, top five? Top six. Um, and had the fourth most difficult stage yeah. is super impressive. Because, honestly, they are uh, not including Boston. They're the only team in the playoffs, um, the stage playoffs in the top ten, that have had the top ten hardest stages. 
Boston is eighth. Yeah. And Boston just kind of squeaked in, too. Yeah. Which, I, I know that sounds like I'm discounting them, but I'm... But, like, just my shock, the, j- than shock had a significantly harder schedule than pretty much everybody in the uh, playoffs. So, honestly, shows how good they are. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, and then at the bottom, uh, Philly, Vancouver, Atlanta... They all had pretty easy stages. And then London and Hangzhou and Florida all had pretty easy stages. Uh, and all three of them are pretty low in the standings, even though their stages are easy. Yeah. So that's yeah. a yikes. Um, uh, I'm not sure how much this actually tells us, but it does kind of match up with... It's, pre- it's pre- pretty general. Are. It's pretty general as far as like... This is approximately how difficult it was for them. So it kind of makes you go, okay, give a, give Valiant a little bit of slack, and it also makes you go, eh, maybe stop praising Philadelphia as the best team the world has ever seen. You know? Yeah. And honestly, maybe we stop praising that Vancouver has one of the best teams. I think you just hate them. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Honestly, I, as much as I want Atlanta and Shock to go far in the stage playoffs... I feel like if we didn't get a Vancouver versus New York game, it would be very disappointing. Yeah, it would be. So, uh, I'm hoping for that. Like, I, I do still see that happening, because whatever team Vancouver plays, they don't, like, it's not like they're Chengdu, where they throw crazy stuff at Vancouver, which is Vancouver's weakness. Now, can shock or Seoul, or Boston maybe do that? Maybe even Atlanta do that because of just how many... Actually, not really Atlanta, but how many... Actually, not even Boston. Mostly just Shock and Seoul. Are, can they do some different strategies because they have so many players on their team that could be practicing different things every week? I think that if Seoul played their non-Fissure roster, the one that they played against, I think it was Florida, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that might throw them off because mm-hmm. they're probably going to be studying for how to f- fight Fissure. So. But have you seen how many people are on the Seoul dynasty? Like, Seoul has a full 12-man team. Yeah. No. And they just picked up a DPS and support. Yeah. So, Marvel's got one of the worst haircuts alive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um... Soul could like figure out a strategy where they have some projectiles or something. I don't know. It's not impossible for someone to beat Vancouver. I don't yeah. think. Agreed. It's unlikely. Though. I don't think it's impossible for any team to beat any team. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd put New York more unbeatable than Vancouver. I'd say New York's more unbeatable. Just for the entire league. Interesting. I was actually talking about the Overwatch League in class today because I had to do a presentation and I was wearing my Outlaws performance jacket. And uh-huh. uh, someone was like, Ew, the Outlaws? And I was like, I know, they're doing very bad. And then, um, shoot, one of, someone said, I don't even know what sport they were referencing, but they were like, Why don't you just cheer for the whatever and said a team that i'm guessing is like undefeated all the time oh yeah he said why don't you just cheer for the patriots 
And then uh, the guy who said, ew, the outlaws, he went, that's Overwatch. And then he's like, the guy was like, okay, what's the Overwatch equivalent of the Patriots? And I was like, probably New York. And he was like, why don't you cheer for New York? And I'm like, because only winning all the time is boring. Also, if you're a New York fan and then you lose, weak. That's why I'm strong like a bull. I went through the shocks turmoil last season. And I'm I was right there with you. Fan. I've I've endured two seasons of Outlaws being just not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> they are in a play in tournament. For now. For now. That's true. Uh yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll I'm see. excited for this week. Yeah. I'm very hyped up. As they say. Us also comes out this week, which is fun. You know New what? I, I know we shouldn't make plans on the podcast, but maybe we should get together and watch us and then watch the playoffs. That'd be fun. Cool. Are we done? Can I bring my girlfriend so we can kiss? Oh. No, All you right. and we'll I can We'll do it kiss. another time. We'll do it. Oh. No, you and I can kiss. And she watches? Okay, we can do that. Thank you, everybody, for watching the Broverwatch podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to check out our website at thebroverwatch.com, where all of our social medias and uh, audio links are there as well. And be sure to read the articles from our boys. Also, I guess I should say this, be sure to check out the Hack the Planet podcast. Uh, a bunch of our writers oh, yeah. from the Broverwatch have started a contenders podcast. They've been killing it, doing their thing over there. So go check that out. That is in association. It's in association with us, brought to you by the uh, Overwatch League Network, right? It's brought so. to you by them, associated with us, I believe. Um, anyway, because, uh, yeah, they're doing some cool stuff over there. So go check their podcast out if you're into contenders, because we more cover the main league. Um, yeah, and they're doing well. Uh, yeah. There you go. If you enjoyed do the things that show that you enjoyed yeah. like like comment like subscribe retweet Kiss. uh reblog that was spooky i guess i don't know what it was it was cringe I, I believe you're looking for the word cringy i'm scared can you finish this now so you don't do anything else that's creepy bye everybody have a good one bye bye What'd you think of that?